Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following is a paid program. Big Blue Nation, it's time for Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. Now here's every Wildcats best friend, Michael Bennett, alongside Shannon the Dude. Three wideouts left, and now Dougie Allen goes in motion left to right. Lorenzen out of the shotgun. He is looking left, pump fake, throws wide open Allen to the 15, touch left at the 10, to the 5, touchdown Kentucky! Quite the day I wanted to have today, but uh, we are here. This is Michael Bennett, and you're joining Just a Tip as we're going to spend an entire hour giving tribute to our good friend Jared Lorenzen. Let me tell you a story about Jared Lorenzen. He came on the show with me last year. Could not have been nicer. We were just trying to do it a, a little skit where uh, I was acting like Shannon was not nice to me. And, of course, well, well th- that part's always true. But uh, uh, just the fact that uh, Jared wanted to come on and, and play mediator with us and, and went along with it, that's the kind of person Jared was. And then from there, he and I built a what I like to call a pretty good friendship. Of course, he, was, he, he made everybody feel like he was your friend. And uh, he would spend time with me. We'd go out to lunch, and every now and then he said, "Come on, Michael, let's go take a walk." And then he'd just tell me stories about his playing days. But majority of the time, he wanted to know about Michael Bennett. And I'm like, "Wait, Jared, let's talk about you. You're the one going through this whole process, trying to lose the weight." And but he didn't want that. He didn't want to talk about himself. He wanted to learn about the person that he was with, and that's. What a person he was, and, and I, I greatly appreciate all he did for me, encouraging me with radio and encouraging me with not just that, but with life, family, and how to succeed. And, and Jared was able to do all of that, and I just want everyone to know out there how much I appreciated Jared Lorenzen, what he did for me, and what he did for basically all of Big Blue Nation, and he'll be greatly missed. Today's going to be a little bit of a different show uh shannon the dude is out with kentucky sports radio today well actually all this week so billy uh, rutledge is going to be with me and uh and i'm really happy to let you know that antonio hall is going to join us first i got Derek smith uh Derek abney will be next uh former player both of them former players and then uh, uh finishing in his fishing finishing off i'll get it out right uh, as far as his former teammates, uh, Derek Smith is going to be calling in, and then I'm real excited about this. Coach Hal Mommy is going to be calling in and talk to us about Jared as well. Today, as I mentioned, Billy Rutledge, and then also, uh, to me, one of the great tweeters out there, uh, Corey Price. Good morning, guys. I appreciate you taking the time to be with me this morning. Good morning, Michael. I'm doing good. I'm honored to be a part of this show, honoring Jared Lorenzen's life, and uh, also happy to meet Corey here for the first time this morning. Hey, thanks, Michael. It's a uh, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, I've been a fan of j- just a tip for quite some time, and 
uh, the show is is, is going to be pretty awesome with all, all those former players and then Hal. Yeah, and I got I, I got to say, uh, if it weren't for Corey, I wouldn't have a few of these uh, people on today. So Corey, uh, credit to you without a doubt. So I appreciate you doing. It. I appreciate you taking the time coming in today, because I, you know, unfortunately, I want to talk about a lot a lot of your tweets out there because you you put out some tweets that are unbelievable, and I don't know where you get some of these statistics, but they uh, evidently just go burning through your brain. But uh, we'll have to wait on that for another day. But uh, let's go ahead and start with Antonio Hall. Antonio, good morning. I hope uh, it's it's not a great day to uh, uh, come on the air and meet with you today, but uh, or at least the circumstances aren't great. But I certainly do appreciate you taking the time joining us this morning. Well, I appreciate you having me on, uh, especially for the type of show that it is to be included for this really means a lot. Well, you're one of the greats without a doubt, Antonio. And this is a team that you played on that – Went through some tumultuous times, unfortunately, having multiple coaches. And uh, but one thing was steadfast, and that was your quarterback. Talk about what it was like to to be in the huddles to during game time, to be in the uh, practices off the field. What kind of guy was Jared Lorenzen to you? Well, just like you alluded, it was a very tumultuous time, and there was a lot of change. There was. Change of university president, change of athletic director, three changes at head coach, multiple changes at coordinator, position coaches. So there was a lot of change. But what we had was each other. And the guys who stayed, the guys who didn't transfer out, the guys who stayed through this whole process because we committed to one another, I mean, that is what, that's what who we played for. And Jared was the pinnacle of that because – like you said, to know Jared is to love him. And and once you meet him, he makes you feel like you've known him for forever. And I was brought to Kentucky specifically to be his blindside tackle. So, you know, I had a even stronger connection with Jared because it was like, you know, he was putting his life, in other words, in my hands. And we grew <laughs> together. We both played younger uh, as freshmen and grew in the SEC together. And, man, we just developed that bond that, you know, it's very few and far between. So, I mean, to, to have him in the midst of all that, to have him kind of as like the centerpiece as we're going through all this tumultuous turnover, it, it made it gratifying in the end because to play with a guy like him, to block for a guy like him, uh, he, he makes you want to play better. I mean, the fact that his personality, his charisma – his, his competitiveness, I mean, this dude competes at everything. We play so many games of pool, so many games of racquetball, so many games of NCAA, you know, college football. It didn't matter. Whatever we were playing, we were competing. And that's just the type of guy he was. He made you better. Well, was there ever a time, Antonio, that you just had enough of him maybe getting in your face? And since you did play the blindside blocker for him, that you just kind of let somebody slide by, and now you need to respect me a little more? I mean, I mean, we, like I said, <laughs> Jerry was a competitor, and he was very, very calm and cool on the field. You know, if you messed up, he really didn't dig into you. He more like picked you up. But yeah. if – if there was a time we need to let you know about yourself, he would because he just commanded that respect. And you knew that this guy, I mean, to just watch some of the plays he was doing on the field, to just watch on the jumbo trying afterwards, you're like, you like become a fan in the middle of the game. Like, how the hell did he do that? <laughs> so, you, you know, 
you you know you got to bring it and block for this dude because if you give him time, he's going to make magic happen. Was there a particular play that sticks in your mind? How the heck did he do that that uh, uh, you remember distinctly? Uh, I remember, uh, I think, a run he broke against Arkansas, and he, uh, he was running to the sideline, and then, like, on the dime, he cuts back. And I think it was a safety. I mean, the safety just went flying out of bounds. And Jared just cuts back, and he scores. And I'm like, how does that do? Like, how can he do, a, like, an L2 cutback on NCAA football like that so smooth and be that big? Like, but, I mean, you know, of course, the, the proverbial pass behind his head to Derek Homer as he's being tackled, that sticks out. But, I mean, this guy, he was kind of like Ben, ben Roethlisberger-esque, just making <laughs> yes. things happen, you know, before it kind of became popular. Yeah, you know, it's funny that uh, you, you walk around with him and he, he never shied away from somebody coming up and talking to him. It's like, come on, I got to get going, I got to go. And he would just always want to talk to him. You just, you mentioned there were other people that would compare him to Ben Roethlisberger and he would always just put a smile on his face as he is, yeah, but I'm bigger and prettier. So it was, <laughs> it was always funny with his, Quick one-liner. So, Antonio, I, 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 is there anything else you want to let us know about Jared before we let you go? Yeah, there was there was, there was a quick story that uh, Huff, uh, Matt Huff was telling me, and I kind of remember it, but I didn't know what was going on until Huff told me uh, a couple of days ago. So we're playing Mississippi State, and I guess Huff, he was headhunting a cornerback, and the safety came blindsided him, just knocked him out, boom. And then when Huff woke up, he kind of like, Staggered to the huddle, and then after we broke the huddle, he's just standing there, dazed and confused. And Jared looks at him and said, "Huff, do you know where you're at?" And he says, "Nope." <laughs> Jared points at the defensive end, and says, "Go block that guy." <laughs> it was just like, but that's, that's just Jared, man. I mean, he just like he always just kind of has levity in the moment, and he always just makes light of the situation. But you know, he, he's never outside of his character, never outside of his charisma. And he's just always poised and ready to go. Well, I, Antonio, I can't thank you enough for joining us for a few minutes this morning. And uh, just unfortunate how we had to do this today. But uh, hopefully one of these days, uh, sooner than later, we'll have you back on. Just talk about UK football and the state it's in today. Because you, by far, were one of the greats and will always be remembered by Big Blue Nation. Well, I appreciate that. And I hope so. I look forward to it. All right, Antonio. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, Derek Abney going to be up with us talking about uh, his time with Jared Lorenzen. We'll be right back. This is just a tip. Thanks for listening to Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. Nice job, Billy. Where I, I have to say right now, I don't know where that recording came from or who did that. How the heck did you find that one? That is called Fat Bottom Boys and uh, something we found on KSR years ago and I was able to save in April of last year, actually. Oh, my gosh. That's, uh, yeah, I, I could say I would be a part of that one right there. But, uh, you know, i got a beautiful fat, fat bottom, so... Uh, which many people like to admire. So you, if you believe that, that's your, your nuts. But uh, Billy Rutledge in with me today, as well as Corey Price uh, making his radio debut, which I really appreciate. And then on on the line with us now, Derek Abney. I, you, Derek, I got to tell you right now, 
it was so much fun to watch you run, especially after a, a punt. And I often wondered, because you you would tend to really take it down the field if not for a touchdown, but I often wondered, would Jared Lorenzen get upset with you because you ran the, bar so, the ball so <laughs> far back that he didn't get to pass the ball much, or you got a touchdown, he didn't come out in the field at all? Oh, on uh, a complete contrary there, Michael. He, uh, he actually was the guy that would uh... – he would hold my gloves for me. So when I caught punts, I just didn't like the feel uh, of catching the football without my gloves. And so he um, he oftentimes would be a part of that. Uh, and uh, so he, uh, he he was A-OK giving me my gloves when I was coming back on the sideline because we had just scored. <laughs> <laughs> that's great for you so i yeah he was just not your typical quarterback because i i hadn't heard that story he'd hold your gloves so because he would want to do stuff for everybody and and help oh, out yeah. everybody he didn't have that type of quarterback ego that you see uh nowadays especially um, in the nfl michael you hit it on the head and that that was you know unique to jared was you know, if it got hot between, say, the offense and the defense, or if receiver runs a route, running back runs the wrong way, or just anything even off the field, Jared was so just consistent with his, you know, I'm just going to call it constructive criticism. You know, at some point you heard about maybe the, um, you know, the Tom Brady's of the world or even the Peyton Mannings. You know, they could really get pretty, pretty in the face of their receivers, but Jared – you know, if there's a mistake, he was positive all the time. And, and you know, I got to lend it to him. I, I, I think, you know, there's both ways to handle it. And I think, I think that's the better way uh, at times. And he never wavered from that. Um, it was always positive. No matter the situation, he was not giving up. He was continuing to fight. And he was going to pull you with him. Hey, uh, hey, Derek, this is Corey. Um, it's it's uh, stuff of legend how – how far and how hard Jared could throw. So I was wondering if, if there's a one, like what was the hardest thro- thrown ball that, that you can think of that Jared th- threw to you? Okay. Um, you are exactly right <laughs> about the stuff of legend. And Jared had a cannon, and uh, it was hard to bottle that up sometimes for Jared. Uh, but um, for me, I guess you can sum it up with this. I'm catching a pass with gloves on. Okay. I felt this pain in my hand after catching a ball. I ripped off my gloves, and the webbing between my middle and ring finger had split open. Oh, my gosh. I had a scar from the webbing (laughs) split open from Jared Lorenzen throwing me the football. So if that's it, you know, that that kind of sums it up, the speed at which he could throw the ball. I mean, I've seen him on one knee throw at 65 yards. Oh my God! He was just incredible. Yeah. Oh, I saw it. Uh, I saw it. Hands up, right here. My hand, right hand up. I saw him do it, and he was just had an amazing gift. And um, you know, I, I, you know, quite arguably, pound for pound, the best athlete I really ever played with. Honestly. Yeah, because he, he's one of those unusual quarterbacks that you would actually want in front of you blocking, in which he would not be intimidated or shy away from blocking for you, would he? Well, I'm going to give Jared a hard time sometimes on this one because you are right. He was one guy you'd want from his size in front of you. But at times, I'd give him a hard time running around and going for cor- uh, cornerbacks, you know, kind of 
bracing himself if he's trying to run over, you know, somebody my size, a buck <laughs> eighty, if that, you know. And so I give him a hard time, but that, but that's not to say he wasn't good at it, and that's not to say he was uh, reluctant to do it. And you know, it, it was just, it was just amazing. If you here, if you went back to his high school highlight film, he was running circles around everybody, and uh, he just it was so special. And that's why this is just so tragic and sad um, for me and everybody, honest, obviously. Uh, just, just a great athlete in many ways, and and you know we're touching base on all of those things. And I know Michael, you may have more even on a personal level, but he was he was a great person too. Um, that stuff being consistent and positive also translated outside the field uh, in uh, in one on ones with you. Obviously, he was relatable because of his size, but he was relatable because of his personality, and it just really just really stung this one. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Now, kind of like what I asked Antonio Hall, is there a particular time of your life as a player teammate that it stuck out? It's like, wow, uh, this this is really different. This is really uh, somebody I didn't expect to play because I got to believe when you saw you were going to be playing with uh, Jared Lorenzen that it was going to be mm-hmm. really uh, a different situation. Well, for me, this was, he was the first person I got on the, uh, on the team, uh, to which I, I really communicated a lot. Uh, and this was the beginning of, uh, the highlight film era, right? Yes. So, uh, we both had highlight films. So we exchanged highlight films through the mail, sent me a VHS. I sent his. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> What was interesting, too, is I had this impression of Jared in my mind in that we talked a little bit. I mean, we didn't say too much about his weight. There was mentions of it. Um, yes. But after seeing that film, I kind of had this vision in my head. You know, you see the guys in pads. You really don't know how big he is. But when I met him in person, it really changed my view <laughs> of not only was this guy just amazing in this high school highlight film, but to do it when I'm looking up and my neck is hurting, like looking <laughs> up at him, you know what I mean? And just realizing how big and tall and just amazing he gifted he was um, as I as I met him in person. So he was, you know, larger than life. Like I said, I had this impression from that film, and then when I saw him, it just changed everything, even even for me. Yeah, but you know the amazing part of it because you talk about that, and you typically think. Derek, that somebody that big would be intimidating, but it was quite the opposite. He had an aura around right. him. It was like, man, I want to hang right. out with this dude. And he's how, what a good exactly. person he is. And just the first few words out of his mouth, he relaxed. And uh, you relaxed yeah. with him. It's right. It, he was very disarming. So, you know, he could talk to anybody, could relate with anybody. Um, like I said, there wasn't this air of ego about Justin, this, or just Jared. Despite, <laughs> Jared. Um, yeah, despite it being um, warranted, I guess you could say, or typical, uh, an ego for a quarterback of that ability, uh, that wasn't Jared, and that never was Jared. Um, from before he went to UK, when we talked, during, and then after, uh, always positive, uh, and um, you know, just the tragic loss. It just, I just, it's just really hard for me to stomach uh, yeah, in so yeah, many ways I- how disappointing and and um, 
sad uh, and surprising uh, this news was. Well, it really is. Derek, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk about your former teammate. Great talking to you. I look forward to you coming up into Lexington sometime in the near future. Absolutely, Michael. Really appreciate it being on. Absolutely. All right. Well, when we come back after the break, we're going to have Derek Smith. Look forward to hearing from him as well. This is Just a Tip. Thanks for listening to Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. All right, we're back. This is Michael Bennett on Just the Tip. Uh, kind of a special day today since we're giving the entire show tributing uh, to Jared Lorenzen. I got one tweet I'm going I'm to have to read because he's right. UK Cats tweeted out, Michael Bennett, I tried to listen whenever number 22 was on the radio. Some of my favorite topics were ghost and conspiracy theories and, of course, the football story. And he's absolutely right. If he wanted to make me mad, which a lot of people, you know, Shannon the dude likes to get under my skin, uh, that's to tell me that uh, they never landed on the moon and Jared would have this long conspiracy theory story that he would talk about. It's like, no, they never landed. And uh, I really appreciate now our next guest because that's the first question I'm going to ask you. It's not football, Derek Smith, and I appreciate you joining us this morning, taking your time out today to talk about your old teammate. But did you ever know that he had all these conspiracy theories? Did he ever talk about it to you and, and all the different ghost stories that he just loved to talk about? Well, yeah, he, he certainly did. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of what has, you know, brought the little bit of joy to the last few days is, is thinking about everybody remembers Jared from being a quarterback and, you know, what, what he did at UK and what he went on to do in football. But the people that knew him the most, um, I think, really uh, got a kick out of just knowing him as a friend and and talking with him and the stories that we could tell. And uh, the conspiracies are just, you know, one of many that uh, we could sit down and talk about for hours uh, about Jared, you know. And uh, and I think that's kind of what makes it so tragic. But also, uh, you know, it's it's just nice to have these things to remember him uh, for and we can put a smile on our face. Correct me if I'm wrong, Derek, but I believe you're probably his only teammate that played with him the longest since y'all played together in high school and college. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. We we started playing. Jeez, uh, I wanna I wanna say it was fifth grade. It may have been sixth. Um, I know that we had played against each other uh, for a year or two. There, uh, we had different teams. And, um, you know, it, it, you know, I've said it a few times before, but it, it didn't take me long to realize that, uh, you know, I needed to, to get this guy on my team. He was, he was a force when we were younger. Uh, you know, he continued to be a force and he was just one of those special athletes that could do it all. People don't really understand, uh, you know, the, the magnitude that he had uh in in the sports that we played in baseball and basketball and football obviously everybody knows about his arm in football um if you watched us closely in high school and uh you would have known that he was a really really good basketball player and if you would have watched us even closer you would have realized that he was a great baseball player uh and him and I decided to to stop playing baseball our junior year so we could be more prepared for our senior year of football because we both knew that 
football, and with me it was football and basketball, that we knew that that was going to be what we wanted to to play going forward. And so we gave up baseball. And, um, you know, and I was a big shock to a lot of people in in this area and with baseball as far as uh, that community is concerned because, you know, we had had won the region two years in a row, gone to the state tournament. We were the favorites to come back in baseball again. And, um, you know, we kind of gave it up. Of course, the baseball coach probably didn't didn't like it too much. But (laughs) he he and I kind of made that decision that, you know, uh, we needed to make sure our senior year was going to be special. So we we uh, we gave up something that really was kind of on the back burner, but we enjoyed playing. I mean, it was just the camaraderie that we had with each other and our teammates in high school, and I think that's kind of what we've all missed the most, you know, these past few days is just kind of sitting back and remembering all the things that and the, uh, you know, the experiences that we shared with Jared. Hey, hey Dick, it's Corey. Um in terms of uh, athletes, there's probably no one that knows Jared uh, better than you do. So, is there is there one thing in particular that most people don't know about Jared that that you do? You know, I mean, what you saw with Jared, it, 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 it there wasn't any surprises. I mean, I, you know, could he throw a football a hundred yards if he wanted to? Absolutely, he can hit a, a golf ball as far as he wanted to. He just had that special. God-given talent um, that just came natural to him. You know, we, the last few days, you know, close friends and and people we grew up with, we've all kind of been able to to share little stories and memories of things that uh, we got to witness. You know, uh, the stories for Jared, they they can go on and on. I mean, if you you lived in this area and you knew him personally, the Stories of him doing outlandish things in practice and even goofing off, they, they resonate. It was kind of like Bo Jackson. I mean, he just had this ability to be able to pull things off when people were watching, and you'd think, God, that's a situation I will never forget. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and, and which one of these kind of stick things. out? you gotta, you got to tell us one of them, Derek. <laughs> well, you know, uh, sitting in practice, goofing off and throwing a football probably 70 yards from his knees, trying to uh, put it into a trash can and basically I mean he hit the trash can like four times oh my but I mean gosh. it was like 70 yards away on his knees um, you know and I, I mean I don't know another quarterback that could you know do that that's not a you know top quarterback in the NFL I mean that's just the stories that he had we would go bowling you know and I mean the stuff that he did with a bowling ball you would think I mean, it, it like did the bowling ball weigh you know one pound? I mean, it was just the way he threw a bowling ball. You just realized like this dude is just strong. I mean, it, it was just these impressive situations where you would think that a normal human being cannot do that, and uh, and he wasn't. He was not a normal human being. He was blessed, um, and I'm I know that I just feel very privileged i feel very lucky to be able my journey went alongside his journey uh we both grew up together we played sports together and you know it's something i'll be able to talk about for the rest of my life um because you know we experienced it together we played a lot of sports together we 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 hung out outside of sports together those will be memories that i'll kind of remember for a really long time i'll of course i'll remember our state basketball runs and our state championships in football, our state tournaments in baseball, those things will be easy to remember. Um, you know, but just the little, 
relationships that we all had as friends and kind of what we did with each other outside of basketball, outside of football. Those are the things that I'll kind of really hold close to my heart. And I expect those are probably the things that you will miss the most out of Jared. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. And and to to go back to where you were first starting about the conspiracies, I mean, (laughs) we have – you know, I, anyone that knows me knows that Jared and I are a little bit alike in this situation. I am, you know, I'm big with big, you know, I want to, I want to go see Bigfoot, you know, I mean, I want to see a ghost. <laughs> I want to see all these things. Jared was not uh, that different in that situation. That was probably one of the, one of the things that kind of allowed us to gravitate towards each other and, and, you know, have a lot of fun off the court is because we liked those kind of things. We enjoyed watching them. I, when ghost hunters first came on and, the yes. sci-fi channel back in like 2003 you know that was like something that he and i would watch together because we enjoyed it uh those are just you know and just like we've all said we all have these stories with jared um you know some are personal some are you know you want to tell to people but at the same time they're just the special times that you got to share with them um and like i said i just i i feel very blessed that uh my journey uh was very very close to his journey and um, you know, it's something I know I'll forever cherish. When, well, when, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, when you combine your time with them at both Highlands and UK, is there one particular play or game that uh, sticks out about about Jared to you? Uh geez. Um, you know, like I said, I we I would say our state tournament run our sophomore year was probably. Um, the one that will probably stick out the most for me. The reason why is because uh, football, we, you know, we were blessed. We knew we had a great team, state championship. But, you know, in the state of Kentucky, the Sweet 16, um, Jared and I first met playing basketball. I mean, football was kind of our thing. Jared and I first teamed up together in basketball. Um, You know, we actually didn't become teammates in football until our freshman year of high school when we played freshman football together, and he transferred to uh, Highlands. But before that, um, that's how we got to know Jared, and that's the relationships that we kind of started bonding together was basketball, playing AAU basketball, junior pro basketball, traveling all over the country. Um, And, you know, I would say our Sweet 16 run when we played – Geez, I want to say it was um, wasn't Harrison County. It was um, I can't think of the name right now. I'm sorry, but uh, but Jared got elbowed in the face. He was wearing braces, and he got oh elbowed. Gosh, and I, we all thought he got knocked out. <laughs> and in the middle of the game, you know, I think it's the third quarter. Scores tied, state um, quarterfinals, and he gets elbowed in the face. And, you know, the whole bench, we all think, like, oh, man, we're in trouble. We're without Jared now. Uh, his braces are basically sticking through his lips. Oh, my and, gosh. Yeah. The, and, the story and, gets and, worse. You know, he, he goes over, you know, and, and, again, we're in the middle of a state game, so we're trying not to think about it too much. But, you know, I just remember thinking to myself, I don't think he's coming back in this game. And it was like the next foul. He, he was right back in again. And not only – was he a man on a mission, but I'm pretty yeah. sure he had the guy that elbowed him in his crosshairs for the rest of the game. And, and we ended up beating him. Uh, I can't remember what the, the team, the, 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 the school was now. I yeah. kind of, yeah. kind of lost my mind for a second. We played Paintsville the next game, which was the state semifinals. Uh, um, 
So anyways, but that's, those are like memories that will always stick out for me. Yeah. It's not it, something it, just insane that he did. It's just these little nuances that kind of happened where you just realize that he was just a different guy. You know I mean? Yeah. It's just, there wasn't anything else, uh, you know, crazy. I mean, you know, we had crazy plays where he would throw a, a ball, get get the ball out of the net, and it felt like it took two seconds for him to get the ball out of the net and throw it to me all the way at the end of the court. <laughs> um, th- those are things that, you know, if you watched, you saw and you remember. But those are like little things for me that I'll always remember or is a situation like that. Or in college when he made his first, uh, I think it was our first start against Louisville. It was my sophomore year. It was his uh, redshirt freshman year. And I want to say it was like our third play of the game. He ran for like 30 yards and just bulldozed over this linebacker. And it kind of <laughs> like the Jared Lorenzen show kind of just happened. You know, it just. Yeah, it, and it you're exactly there. right. And that's I think what... everybody realized this, this guy is, is going to be very, very, very hard to beat. And not just that, but a lot of fun to watch, too. And that was what was so great about y'all's teams, Derek. They were fun to watch, and especially when you think about the Georgia game where he throws the ball backwards. You think about the Arkansas, you're going to miss a great game. And, of course, we come back seven overtimes and win it. And, Derek, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on. Uh, unfortunate uh, uh, subject matter, but uh, it means a lot to me that uh, such a close friend of Jared's comes on and joins us. Hey, it, it's no problem. I know that, um, you know, lately I think we found joy in, in sharing our memories of Jared. And uh, I know I can speak for every uh, friend from high school and, and the ones that we really have a bond with uh, that we had with Jared. I know that they all feel the same. And that's that uh, we pray for his family. We pray for his children. And, um, you know, we just, uh, we know his memory will live on. We just hope that um, his personality and the things that he wanted to do for the people in the state of Kentucky, that carries on. And I know that um, we have talked. We we hope to continue some of the things that he wanted to do. And, you know, that's really all we can do is just hope that the legacy that Jared built, that can carry yeah. on. And, and it won't and I die. And I can promise that, you this, so. as good a friend as he was to me, I'll make certain that it doesn't happen. we got to take a break. Derek, I really appreciate your time. When we come back, Coach Al Mummy will join us. Now back to Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. All right, we're back with uh, just a few minutes left. Uh, we're trying to get a hold of uh, Coach Hal Mommy, who I talked to at length last night for about 30 minutes, Corey. Uh, supposed to be coming on, but we're having a little trouble getting a hold of him this morning. Unfortunately, so we'll, we might have to bring him back on unless Billy gets him on the next few minutes. Uh, Kevin tweeted out, legends never die, Michael. Love the show this morning. Still can't believe it. And I think that's true for a lot of us. We just, Corey, can't believe that, especially when it's somebody that has an untimely death. Anytime they're you know, 38 years old or even younger than that, it's always just like, what the heck are you talking about? That when, when Shannon called me last week to let me know, Hey, have you seen or heard the news? And I'm like, what do you mean? You look at Jared, who I thank goodness I knew personally because, uh, and I'm thankful for that because of what in the short time period he became to me, what he meant to me. It's just like he's a fighter. He's not somebody you would think that would uh, uh, not survive something like this, but it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's 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 so heartbreaking. Um, I think even people that 
didn't know him personally. I think just uh, the way he played and how hard he played. I think the fans felt like they 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 knew him on a personal level. And uh, his his four years at UK were my, my four years in high school. So I followed him and the team very closely. And uh, like I said before, he's just so so much fun to watch. And he extended so, so many plays with his legs. And it's just it it just it really is just so sad. Scott tweeted out, what a wonderful show with great guests paying tribute to Jared, tearing up but helping me accept his early leaving of this world. Can't wait till uh, to call tomorrow. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, it's been a little different. Uh, Corey, normally, you know, we every now and then take phone calls and uh, people are a lot more interactive with his show. And I just felt like I wanted the players to be interactive with this show today. And that's why it was great to have Antonio Hall and Derek Abney, Derek Smith. And uh, so either tomorrow or Wednesday, uh, I'm going to have uh, Coach Rich Brooks on for a little bit. He would like to uh, talk about the passing of Jared. But uh, and w- w- here's what Jared would want. After that, then we're going to move on. And uh, not that we're going to forget Jared, but uh, he wouldn't want us to be upset and depressed about all this constantly. So uh, uh, it's just uh, we'll, we'll be able to move on and get back to our normal ways of life. Because the, the one thing that I, I thought was funny, the tweet that came out a little bit ago, and uh, Derek Smith talking about, and that's the ghost stories. And all the times he had these com- conspiracy theories. I know, Billy, you had him on your podcast within the last year. Is that right? Yeah, it was uh, back in October, I think, right before the Florida game. And he was unsure whether the Cats were going to be able to pull off the upset. So that was really the only connection I had with him. It was very short, but it was still meaningful. Michael, what about you? What is what kind of what comes to mind when I when I speak of Jared Lorenzen? Do you have any memories? <laughs> what, what, what comes to mind is is again like I opened the show with, and that's the, the times that we he would spend with just me one on one, and he would want to talk about me more than me wanting to learn about him. I mean, I would try and ask him a question, Mike. Let, let's let's just let's talk about something else, or or he would just kind of divert it in a way that uh, uh, he he would end up talking about you again. I mean, he wanted to just be more concerned about the person he was with than the person he was. And that's how he was with everybody. I mean, I love the fact that these former teammates still talk and revere him with appreciation and how much they loved him, not just on the field, but off the field. Oh, what do you feel like, Corey? What, what did you get out of these interviews today as far as the, your perception of how his teammates felt about him? Uh, I thought it was, it was wonderful. Uh, you know, like uh, I didn't meet him uh, personally, unfortunately, but just getting to hear uh, – the guys he played with and the guys who just loved him so much. And, you know, it's just awesome that we got to hear the, the, the off the field version of Jared as well. Yeah. Well, I tell you, Billy, he's going to be greatly missed. Uh, but, uh, I, one of the things I do want to talk about, cause I think Larry Vaught has brought up a great question, uh, on Twitter and that's how should the university of Kentucky, uh, honor Jared Lorenzen. Obviously, I think Terry Wilson's coming out with something he's going to be doing, uh, uh, which which is really great of him to do something like that. Uh, and I think there should be other ways. Some people have said, should they have a special number, uh, like uh, that, a or a special player that wears the number twenty-two, or should they put instead of the flags up at the top of uh, Commonwealth Stadium, you put up twenty-two. So, uh, uh, Corey. 
Thank you very much. My thanks to also to Tony Neely help, helping me get some of these players out here. Derek Smith, uh, Derek Abney, Antonio Hall. I hope you had fun today, Corey. It was, it was awesome. Thanks. Right. Thanks a lot, Michael. Thank you very much for your help. And, and Billy, thank you as usual. Uh, this is the best for, uh, for uh, Jared. And uh, Godspeed to my good friend up there who's up in heaven, I'm sure, throwing the football with God. So tomorrow we'll be back. We'll see you then. We'll have a good show then as well. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.